everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Party Business Podcast. My name's Chris Laporte. I'm your resident Tolkien geek, but that counts for all of us and probably all of you. A couple weeks ago, I bought this jacket thing that I thought looked like Tolkien, and then I realized, is that just my lens for everything now is Tolkien? Yes. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Um, but thanks for everyone for listening. We're excited to get into another episode today in the Misty Mountains, in the dark. A lot of things about to happen. But before we dive into it, let me just say um, I've had a lot of people write in about how to convert second edition rules from first edition rules and what you could do. I want to get to everybody's uh, answers, but um, it also has made me realize we probably should get a article up about that and uh, let there be some in-depth answer to that. But um, anyway, the good news is this episode, you're going to get some second edition rules starting. And it has to do with shadow points, not to give uh, too much away about what's going to happen here. But shadow points are a little bit different in second edition. Basically, everybody who encounters something dark or evil or scary or whatever uh, has shadow points that they take depending on how bad it is. It could be one, two, three, four shadow points, and then you roll to see how much you alleviate of that, which is kind of cool because no matter how courageous the characters are, they're always in danger of collecting shadow points and uh, kind of makes the shadow feel a lot stronger, a lot more relevant, especially in our campaign here. We haven't had a lot of chance to <laughs> get shadow points in, and I feel like it's it's really on me that I haven't uh, made anyone start sweating yet. You know, I have that shadow points hit their hope points or anything like that so you know little by little we're gonna we're gonna make it better but I will say what they do encounter forces them to take three shadow points right all at the same time so let's we're gonna have to see how they roll if they get themselves out of that a little bit better because uh, boy it's no good that being said we've got a very fun episode today. I think it's a little bit shorter, actually, than our usual episodes because uh, there was a lot of figuring it out, and uh, it might end up being a little bit shorter than usual, but not by much. What we do have is our players, our group, has a new traveler with them, some shady dude that has shown up in their campsite in the dark, told them that the caravan that they are looking for might be in some danger. There's goblins in these hills, Misty Mountains, and worse, maybe. They did just hear the cry of a wolf, a warg, who knows. But it's not exactly safe out there at night in the Misty Mountains alone. So, you know, they're trying desperately to get up the mountain as quickly as they can. But this caravan's a little far away still. So we're going to see what happens to them on the way. See if they can get there in time before potentially goblins or wolves or something gets to them so without any further ado and me rambling about tolkien and jackets and whatever let's get to our episode here it comes episode nine of the party business podcast good night night white the good news is it's spider free in my garage re recording this the bad news is it's in the 20s. So. <laughs> oh, no. Celsius? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'll take that trade either way. Um, yeah. Serious. Um, 
some things have happened in between the last time that we actually came together. You guys have heard the last couple episodes, but this is actually the first recording after our break. Um, like December, January break. So holiday um, break. We're catching back up. <laughs> um, some things have happened. Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, a few holidays. New Year's. That's about it. A, a new year. <laughs> new Year's. Super Bowl. January. Yeah. Hey, good thing those put team name in here. Won the Super Bowl, huh? How crazy. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Weird, crazy. Wow. Remember um, that for I edit, bet Patrick. You it's the Bengals or the Rams, probably. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Um, anyway. <laughs> Welcome back. We're glad to be back. I'm excited to be in Middle Earth again. And we need a recap. Even though we recapped before we started recording, we're gonna recap. The again. recap. Um yeah, for everyone who's kept up with our podcast <laughs> live, thank you. <laughs> um, but for those of you who are like binging this, you're like, why are we recapping so in depth? Well, this is why. Um, yeah. You guys have gotten through Merkwood. You've gotten, seen family, friends, um, got a couple cool items. There's a sweet axe that yurk's got there's Catvera's father's armor she's wearing now um a lot of ale there's ted mm-hmm. <laughs> ted has gained yeah. hope um <laughs> yeah hope. Uh, everyone's leveled up and Ooh. you cross the river towards the misty mountains on a journey to find the hobbits that uh or the Hobbit that is part of a caravan that has not come back to the Easterly Inn. Um, and you know the high pass is dangerous, and if anyone's going to have problems, it's probably going to be up there. So all of you are back together, and all your travel within the Wilderland and the Valley, um, especially around Bjorns, has been pretty nice. Good weather. You know, it's, it's not bad. As soon as you cross the river, though, some weirdo <laughs> comes into your camp, Named Shanker, which is just, you know, probably should get a name change at some point. Maybe he and... already did change it to Shanker. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's like... It's not a, it's not a given name, yeah. you know? It's really something you, you take for yourself. Yeah, you think <laughs> Shanker's his Christian name? <laughs> Maybe. Hey, everyone's names in, like, medieval times was their occupation. Yeah, yeah. So... From, a, from a family of Shankers across the street from... Come from a long line of Shankers. <laughs> yeah. Son of Shanker. Oh my god. Please, um, Mr. Shaker is my father. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Shanky. <laughs> Ew, I hated that for some reason. <laughs> oh god. Um so he comes around your campfire at night and um it's a little off, a little weird. You find out he has attacked the um not attacked. He's taken from the caravan you're Borrowed looking for forever. some pipe weed some money yes and book the ponies he said and um now they're kind of stuck up there he says he's been traveling for i don't know like a day half a day and so they're near but not too near mm-hmm. and you guys have decided you don't like this guy and he's going to travel with you and you're going to try to make some up some time right now and you leave at night from your camp up the starting slopes of the misty mountains 
And you hear the cry of a wolf out in the wilderness as you're marching on. So that's where we'll begin. All of you, keeping a close eye on Mr. Shanker. Catvera, <laughs> mm-hmm. you've got like a spear up against his back. Um, sure do. York, you got Finn at the ready. Um, the kid is probably what what is the kid feeling right now i don't know if we got the kids thoughts on this <laughs> he's sandwiched in between cat vera and yurik <laughs> in between mom and dad yeah and he's just like uh, <laughs> i don't honestly i don't even think he's heard like a wolf before <laughs> maybe he's seen one in books did they have books did they have he- books He's used to like the little think, the little dog yips more than a howl. Yeah, he probably thinks 100%. it's like he's like, w- w- is that a bird? <laughs> was that an owl? <laughs> Tell me that was an owl. <laughs> is it one the, of your uh, cousins? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Finn, right? <laughs> Who um, farted? <laughs> in the Hobbit, uh. Bilbo hears a wolf in this general vicinity, actually, for the first time in the wild, and he's heard them described before, and it's way worse, way worse in person. So, um, so I imagine the kid is having a similar reaction right now. <laughs> um, as you are marching up the Missy Mountains, and you hear this wolf cry, um, I'm going to go ahead and Man, what are the skills? I have to remember all the skills. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and have you roll uh, awareness? for awareness. But I'm going to need these lookouts to, to roll them. I'm pretty sure it's Ted and Rory are the lookouts. Yeah, always the lookouts. Uh, yeah, always. So remember, uh, roll your D12 and however many D6, how many pips you have is how many D6s you roll. Okay. And an 11 is bad. That's, That's yeah, I, I remember that. That was the one thing I kept not necessarily getting. <laughs> Whoa, high rolls. <laughs> uh, I, oh, I rolled a hey. 13. I rolled a 15 total. Nice. I want to say that's an improvement from our previous <laughs> our previous efforts in this area. So <laughs> I, I, You know, we've improved slightly in the dark uh, where we can't see at all. <laughs> exactly. Um for Ted, I think Ted, um, much like Bilbo in this time, uh, and you know the story, Bilbo's story, I've heard it told a few times, and uh, like, oh, is this the area <laughs> that he was in? And you realize all that doesn't matter, because hearing a wolf in the wild, even with other people around you, is in fact as terrifying as Bilbo said it was. And you're a little bit distracted by, oh my god, how close is this wolf? Uh, I don't know, is there multiple wolves? So far, it sounds maybe distant, but you're kind of like at the ready, you know, you're really like looking at what very little light you can, you know, see. Rory, you just did a little bit better, but you kind of gather yourself a little bit. The wolf could be, you know, a mile away, miles away, because okay. that sound travels. So it doesn't necessarily mean you're getting attacked right now. Yeah. But, did, did, um, did it seem... As if attack was imminent, or did it seem as if you know, like in the in a general sense, did it seem like oh, this is close, or did it is it still just in that indeterminate? It's somewhere potentially nearby. 
Yeah, I actually have a question about that too. As a woodman, would I have a better sense of distance judging from like animal sounds? Could it, could I try and roll and get it like communicate to the rest of the group like a radius of yeah, the wolves? Yeah, I <clears throat> I think you can get get that information because of your knowledge as a wanderer and then, you know, Rory saying probably right. a little bit about what yeah. what he's thinking. Eric, what, what is one of my specialties like? is also beast lore. Ooh. Oh, as well. Nice. Uh, same. Actually. And you can just. Okay. So yeah. those two with beast lore. Um, so Rory, I think your character, um, you're a little worried, but it doesn't sound all that close. It doesn't sound like an attack's happening right, right now. Okay. But you can tell up in front of you somewhere up the mountain somewhere. It's yeah. not behind you. You know, well, I able to hone in a little Rory <clears throat> as scout lead scout and and lookout uh he uh he's thinking to himself though can't see for piss so uh he looks over to uh his nearby experts cat and eric and uh does lean over and go hey uh you know i i i heard that you heard that too but uh do you how far away do you think that is do you think uh you think that's nearby i think uh two with beast lore know that you know that wolf is probably a lookout of sorts for the pack and has probably spotted you up but is is not currently attacking um okay but probably like half a mile something up up you know away from you in front of you so uh, and we've been on the road in the dark for a little bit but like so we're are we still in some like woods i know we're heading towards a pass in the mountains so like what where are we literally right now yeah what's the environment kind of like you're um starting to hit some trees definitely it's not like a thick forest you know like kind of sparse um but but they're starting to get a yeah they're starting to get a little bit you know more more and more as you're going up uh away from the river i think don't remember exactly how far you march march away from the river but you're pretty you know pretty good few miles away um and it's starting to get go, start go up, start to go up. So you have like some grasslands and and around you, um, some shrubbery, you know, mm-hmm. as the forest is kind of starting. Um, this path that you're on is an old, old path that comes down out of the high pass. So there's the remnants of a cobblestone here and there, maybe. Okay. Um, but it's it's heavily traveled by feet now so like there is like kind of a dug not a dugout path but like definitely where like the grass is dead and you know there's been a cart or two that have come up and down and ponies that have come up and down so um trees are getting a little bit more uh thick um to a point where you're a little worried about it because like you know wolves can use that Mm -hmm. or you know whatever's up here can maybe start using that to their advantage all right do we uh do we fight here or do we run so, we we were able, uh, Chris. Sorry, we were able to confirm that it was a single wolf, kind of acting as like a, a scout for a pack. Mm-hmm. Did I hear that right? Yeah. They okay. R- almost never go alone, especially on this side of the river. And that kind of a cry, definitely like a "Hey, I see something" kind mm-hmm. of cry. Yeah. So it's too late to do anything about that because the pack knows we're here now. So yeah can't sneak away no yeah uh Cavero will just turn to rory and be like oh, i wouldn't i wouldn't worry too much rory uh since we're in we're in a fairly large group ourselves 
a pack wouldn't want to attack us unless uh, some small straggler gets left behind. So I, I wouldn't worry Ted wor- about Ted you. Ted mo- inches closer to everyone. <laughs> well, I can keep up. I'm a, dwarves are great runners. They, they always go for the young and sickly first. So Ted inches even closer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The kid feels something like hanging onto his pant leg. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're also thinking of... We're going to need... We're gonna need one of those like uh, monkey backpack leash things that, <laughs> <laughs> like the preschooler ropes. Yes. Yeah. Everybody grab a ring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can all strap on, or at least two of us can strap on. Uh, what are those Bjorns? And um, one of yeah. us can take <laughs> a baby Bjorns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rory looks to ten, says, "Hop on." Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, this the rings of power they keep talking about? Um, you're also thinking about the fact that there's wolves up there and the caravan is supposed to be up there probably not great it's true that's Um, fair shanker goes uh wait whoa whoa you're telling me we're gonna have to go up there you you heard that didn't you don't poke me i'm telling you this is dumb we're all gonna get ourselves killed we knew we th- we we knew they were in danger. Why did you think we were heading this direction? And we won't die, but you you could potentially get killed. I mean, we're we're great warriors. We're not afraid yeah, of any says, wolves. That that's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> well, if we're, if we're going to take it to a vote, I want to do say that I don't like that plan. No, there's no votes. I'll ask Shanker if there was any like meat or food on the caravan well that would attract you know like wolves per se other other (laughs) Uh, other passengers i i i have to say that uh it was probably all meat and 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 goods i could smell it myself and if they were going down you know i don't know brie where they're going i think it's the same caravan that goes every couple every year yeah. And they always bring supplies. Okay. Well, that's not good. <laughs> so if this caravan is immobile, we probably we probably don't have to worry about the wolves as much until we get there because they're gonna go for easy food. It's like, true. You know, they that scout's probably just but we should... around to make sure no other packs are gonna try to steal what's theirs, you know? Hmm. We still gotta figure out what's going on. Confirm that they're wolves, right? Like, it's true. Just some coyotes. (laughs) I guess I suppose they could be wargs, but then that's a that's that's an issue. (laughs) That's a whole different problem. We we got we got problems. Uh, You keep uh, kind of pushing Shanker forward, and you keep going up. Um, Darkness only grows all around you as um you grow farther and farther away from uh the edge of night as as night kind of falls deeper the stars do come out um and there's just enough moonlight to to keep you going but you realize you're you're walking uphill after already hiking all day so you're feeling pretty exhausted 
Um, I'm going to go ahead and have everyone roll travel. Um, no. Oh, it's good. Yeah, I could highlight. Ooh, uh, total zero pips in this bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> I have three. How uh, do which I is have two? two. So, um, is it, does I read maps all is day. Is it 12 or the that? six, Chris? Uh, it's tw- the 12, and then however many pits you have is, is the s- you'd roll sixes. So, um, remind me, uh, what, what was the whole deal when you rolled, uh, the 11, uh, oh boy, that Uh, means the, uh, already, already Josh, Joshua, don't listen. It's not me. It's Rory's fault. (laughs) You, I don't recall Rory reaching into his pockets and rolling a pair of some dice. Well, you know, the, the dice gods have. Uh, cast their fates at me, and uh, I just have to adapt. <laughs> new year, no new Josh. <laughs> it was a 17 total, but it was within 11. Did anyone roll a 12? Maybe that can cancel it out. Uh, I, I sadly did not. I, roll, I rolled a uh, 4. Uh, 12 is divisible by 4. I rolled a 3, and 12 is also divisible by 3. So, That's, through the transitive property, it's, we've succeeded. That's math. So, Chris, what I'm hearing is is all the wolves are dead. (laughs) They turned into butterflies and floated away. Yes. There's a neon sign with an arrow that says, this way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And now we're doing a cyberpunk (laughs) tabletop RPG. Ted rolled an eight, but uh, I would like to use a hope point, but I forget exactly how those work. I want to use a thing, though. I don't know how it works. Yeah. The hope points, you have a pool, and so you have um, however many hope points you have left, you could say you want to use. Then you're going to use the attribute above travel and add whatever bonus you have in that attribute to your roll. Great. Well, that brings me to a 15. Oh, my goodness. So I will be doing that. And if if the company has to vote on whether a hope point is used, my vote is uh, yay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah there's um the fellowship points are hope points for everybody oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. and i like them being used as like you guys giving them to each other so like if someone rolled terribly and yorick's like oh you know like giving them a pick-me-up or whatever then uh then you can use a fellowship point so i like the idea of like giving those out amongst each other so does i like uh, to go ahead and give one to everyone then <laughs> <laughs> everyone gets you no one. longer have fellowship uh, thank you oprah you get a hope does a hope point undo uh an 11 a critical fail nope mm, there is no doesn't. hope. No, okay but yeah, you I rolled mean... you rolled a, a seven or uh, a six on the other dice no oh <laughs> like total well i was trying to help <laughs> oh um I mean, you could you could use a hope point, and if whatever the number is, um, besides your your uh, eye of Sauron, um, you no, can try you, to like move it up. Rory's just gonna take this in stride and let, take the hope, L. I hope the dice karma moves in forward future. Well, future. Oh, then boy. you 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 stand in the front of the pack then. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as you're traveling up. Everyone's having a hard time. You're all tired. Yeah. You're stumbling. It's dark. Um, you're trying to keep... There's been a couple times that Shanker is kind of like shook 
and tried to kind of like go off the path a little bit, tried to get it like, and you have to kind of get him back. Shaker shook. Yeah. Shanker is and, shook. Um, <laughs> Shanker shook. And you kind of have lost a little bit of the path of like, wait, is this it? Um, it's a little hard to see. It's an old path. It's not like some road you can follow, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have like a clearing between some trees. So you're like, oh, th- this is it, I think. And then you kind of keep going and it just doesn't seem as smooth anymore. Luckily, um, maybe inspired by Bilbo, Ted kind of like, it's like, you know what? No, keep clear senses. Let's go. And kind of does a little scouting up ahead, gets away from a group that's comfortable, not too far. You know, there's wolves out here. Um, And you do find um, on the side of the road what looks to be some old, like, very low stone walls that were probably once the walls of some buildings, maybe even the wall of an outside defensive system. It seems you have, like, the foundation of a very, very old city. Um, hmm. uh, next to the path that you have spotted, and you kind of come back and tell the group that. But um, you do see what looks to be maybe possible shelter, or at least a spot that you can go off of. Uh, Ted okay. just runs up and says, "Everybody, look at this! Look at this! Looks like a uh, looks like an old ship of some kind." Looks like I an mean, old... You know what happens in old places. An old wooden ship. Old ship. Not really. It's... De- um, <laughs> guys, it looks, it looks like it, it, it could be uh, the remnants of a small village uh, of some kind. Does anyone with more experience in this area have anything to say about this? Um... I have two pips in lore. Would that do anything? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go ahead and roll lore. Like, any stories about uh, this, a village over here? Or anything? Yeah. Ooh. 14, one of those being a six. Ooh, nice. Okay. No 11s, I assume. Uh, no, no. <laughs> um, the Bjornings have uh their own songs and tales and everything they've explored these lands pretty in depth you recognize like oh this must be what is known to the bjornings as elendil's camp sorry yeah is it elendil's camp Let's make sure I get that's that. a name that's a name right they're, they're all names <laughs> yeah elendil's camp um that's a name that sounds important for Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of kind of lore that the Bjornings pass around that um, Elendil on uh, his way marching kind of uh, south and east stopped here. Um, you don't have a lot of insight of what the city might have been, but um, your people believe like Elendil might have stopped here. And... Uh, you know that there's a lot of old history here, a lot of a lot of weight to this spot, but potentially could provide some protection or at least guide you because now you can you could probably get back to the road. Um, but again, you you are exhausted. You've now traveled a couple of hours in the dark, and you still yeah. don't know how close you are to this this caravan. So so Chris, for you know for those afraid to ask, 
who is a Lendl? Why is he important? Just a brief little oh God. thing. Uh, a <laughs> As brief as you can make it. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we all we all know we we everyone in the party knows, but for the sake of the listener, yeah. Chris. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, everyone in the entire party knows. Please explain. Especially Han. Han, actually, I'm going to need you to explain who Elendil is. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Elendil is that one character from the um, Lord of the Rings book called uh, Cinnamon Roll. Hey. Hey, there you go. It's called Cinnamon Roll. He went to Cinnabon. Now, is that a recipe? (laughs) Wars were fought over the three bright cinnamon rolls um, <laughs> the three cinnamon rolls of power <laughs> um he did that thing no he did do that thing hey, that's that, that's pretty accurate gosh uh, get to know your lore guys i can't <laughs> I, i'm sick and tired of carrying this team <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh Hill is um an ancient king of man who uh came from what numenor right patrick I'm gonna have to yeah. spot you for some lore on this one. Um, I know if, if he's an ancient king, he's he's most Prob- likely Numenorean. Um, he kind of sets the tradition of like the Gondor kings, okay. um, and he carries Narsil, the badass sword that eventually is broken, and you know all that stuff. He is seen briefly in the Fellowship movie uh, at the very beginning. Uh, he's the old guy that gets killed immediately. <laughs> and, he the, uh, he's the one who loses yeah. the ring into the uh, river. Before, uh, no, no that's, that's his son. Oh, okay, um, that's his kid. That's his son. Yeah. So, Sealdor. Sealdor. Cast it into the fire. Uh, he takes up his father's sword, which is Elendil's sword, and um, yeah, because Elendil was fighting Sauron like mano a mano, and in the books, like fights him for a while, I think, and then eventually yeah. just he, he doesn't go down like a chump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he uh, gets killed eventually. Kill, fighting with another elf too that's also fighting who just burns because he's just near sauron for so long so that's great Ooh. um yep. um but yeah so Isildur takes up the broken shards of narsil and cuts the ring from uh sauron's hand in the battle of the last alliance but it was elendil who did a lot of work and it was not shown in the movie so he goes down like yeah, a he, bitch he, that, <laughs> he didn't he didn't get any love in the movie no no <laughs> Um, and I'm yeah. sure he'll be in the show uh, or something. Um, yeah, and Aragorn is related to him. Yeah, he, Aragorn's a like, descendant. Through, oh. yeah. So, um, so yeah. So there you go. Elendil's a big, big name. I mean, literally in the books, Aragorn calls out like Elendil as like a battle cry. So, um, so yeah. Whether it's true or not, Eddie camped here. It's unknown, but the Bjorning sure thinks so. Um, Good enough for so me. So, what would you like to do with that information? Uh, we should probably make camp, right? Ted is is tired, and in his in his tired stupor is. Uh, very inclined to agree whereas maybe maybe he was a lot more inspired to go look in the dark before with all of this travel i think uh i think he's he's beginning to agree and so he says i i inclined to agree with you and you know if 
if anyone, if any, if any wolves come by, I'm sure as as the lookout, I'm confident that uh, that we will see them. Yeah, at, the, at this point, Kevera, you know, probably suggests stopping for the night because we're just gonna get negative returns mm-hmm. at this point, as far as yeah. And then if we if we do run into wolves or the caravan or whatever, and we're tired, we're not gonna be in a, a good spot to defend ourselves or anything. So yeah, we're we're no good to anyone in this state. So we should we should rest up after um after that role of Rory's, I think you already hear him sawing logs, just leaned up against like a stone somewhere as you guys are deciding this. He's he's unconscious, just full on. <laughs> At first, when you said that, I thought Rory was literally sawing some logs. No. Like, he's, that's he's, the thing sorry, Rory snoring, would do in the middle of the night. To use an idiom. It's for his anxiety. <laughs> he saws logs. I, it just keeps <laughs> me something to do. Some people count sheep, other people saw logs. Okay, so you guys um, kind of find a spot like this is uh, interesting. There's a little creek on the other side. You can kind of hear it trickling uh, down on the other kind of like other side of these kind of ruined buildings. It's just like the foundation. There's not even really walls. Mm -hmm. It's just like ankle height. Uh, as you're kind of trying to find a spot, like uh, the kid kind of like trips over one a little bit and like, whoa, in the dark. An- ankle height to who? <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> So you mean waist height is what you really mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Uh, that's why I didn't pick Ted because <laughs> you see all of them. Um, but you guys kind of start setting up a place that you can make camp. Um, as you're doing that, um, let me have everyone but Rory, because Rory's already saw on logs as he <laughs> gets set up. Yeah. Everyone but Rory, um, roll for awareness. Okay, something I'm actually good at. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Ten. Oh, my God. Holy shit. I see everything. Hold <laughs> on. 23. Ooh. One of them being a six. Damn. I rolled a nine, a six, and a five. Oh, wow. Damn. Oh, you rolled four, Rory. And a three. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else look out to sleep. Get? Nine over here. 15. Ten. Ten, 15. Okay. And then Do I get a pip, Christopher? I mean, you pulled uh, the hell yeah. out of that. Go ahead. Uh, very right. Also, uh, that reminds me, Ted. At the very right of travel, whatever that skill group is, put a pip in there. Do Done. I also put? Do, do you get? Do one I get for a pip failing? for my lore roll too? You do. Well, what was that, Josh? He's oh. asleep. Oh, he's asleep. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Son locks. Yeah. Uh, Unless I'm gone. Oh, so, one thing Ted wants to do uh, before uh, any, you know, before settling down for the night is. Uh, look for spe- specific areas that might be more advantageous to a battle. I think that's mm-hmm. is is that what the battle rolls or the battle skills for? Yeah, I think you could use the. It's kind of like to plan out tactics. So I think battle would be a good okay. place to use that. He is he is uh essentially has is only doing this because of stories that he's heard and is absolutely terrible at it. But he's going to take it. He's going to take a swing anyway. <laughs> 
Let's see, what's an advantageous spot to defend? Yeah. Well, there's a rock over there. It's that, nice to know. There's a couple of rocks here, too. We should probably grab the low ground, I think. <laughs> yeah, the low ground. Well, he, he got a three, so I'm pretty sure that's exactly what he says. Yeah. Anyways, carry on. You're like a, you're like a, a cat, like just trying to find the lowest spot underneath something. And it's like, well... <laughs> Okay, we're gonna we're gonna um, find we're gonna find Ted in this like parallelogram of sunlight, just sort of <laughs> warming himself. Uh, this is the best spot, guys. <laughs> uh Yurik. Yes. You notice Finn, who's kind of just like a little bit whiny, um, a little bit unsettled. Walked around like your campsite a couple of times, and you know, like whew, something, something's not exactly right. And you start thinking, like it has been really quiet. You haven't heard a wolf in some time. You get a little bit worried. Maybe is there a wolf? You know, like attack imminent here. Is 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 that what's happening? Um, but Finn is certainly like feeling something. Um, Cat Vera, you um, also feel it, and it feels cold. And you look over to um, Shanker, and he's kind of like shivering. You got the fire going. He's like, I don't know about this. Don't like it here. Uh, Can I invoke a specialty? Sure. I have shadow lore. Oh, there we go. Um, Man, what is... I'm trying to think, like, what shadow lore exactly does. I mean, can I, like, roll... No, yeah, yeah, something yeah. I, I think if it's something. a trait, um, yeah. I don't think you have to necessarily roll. Let me, let it's me your think. prerogative. Yeah, because one E rules, those like special traits are kind of awesome. Don't really show up in the two E rules as much. I have a th- I have three pips in insight as well. Hmm. I have three pips in awe, too, so I could, like, flex at the cold or something. <laughs> wow us. <laughs> wow us. Mommy? Sorry. Mommy? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. I'm going to have to do an old uh, PDF search here. Control F. Yep. I don't, I don't want to, like, distract us, but I'll fill some dead air because I do have a question. So I have, yes. um, I have three pips in stealth. And Yurik, I think, would kind of intuitively react to Finn's temperament. So maybe um, once you kind of figure this out with Cat Vera, um, I, I'd like for Yurik to maybe try and just do like a perimeter run uh, using stealth, maybe just to try and determine how safe or not safe the, the party is right now as we have set up camp. Uh, are there any yeah, threats I like, nearby? I like that. Yeah, go and roll. Okay. For stealth, then. Okay. Shadow lore is nice and vague. <laughs> yep. You've recognized awesome. the shadow, the shadowy thread unifying most of what is malicious, dark, 17. and terrible in Middle Earth. Okay. Uh, Seventeen. That's gonna be. That's gonna be real good. Um. Okay. So, as you're feeling this cold, and Shanker doesn't like it either, um, you've got Yurik kind of doing a little, little scouting around camp. And you do a good job of doing it nice and quiet. Um, what's interesting is your your eyes, you know, you, you've adjusted a little bit. Even though you got the fire started, you get back out in the darkness and um, you get let your eyes adjust. 
and it's kind of clear in this area because there used to be a town here so there's not a lot of trees and so you can see pretty good you got the moonlight out a little bit just a sliver but enough you can't really see any eyes any movement anything that's like a wolf in the trees you know or a pack coming in or trying to circle in and, and get close you're pretty sure like okay maybe it's not, not there doesn't seem to be any animal movement as you kind of take a perimeter search Cadvera, you know mm -hmm. that this kind of cold that comes in like this, that's just bone chilling, that's setting off like Finn, that Yurik's obviously worried too. You might not have even talked about it, but he's up searching around. Something's up. A lot of times, it's some movement of the enemy, some movement of shadow that causes that kind of cold. You don't know if it, you know, this isn't like orc work, you know, this isn't goblins. This is something darker. Shadows themselves moving, maybe. And especially in a spot with so much history. Yeah. And probably not a happy one that you are now standing in the ruins of. Hmm. Something's at the back of your mind. Okay. Catvera is going to waken Rory. Ah, <laughs> shake him awake. What's going on? And just be like, help me gather everybody. We need to get out of this place. I know we're tired, but this is this was a mistake trying to camp here. We need to move. Uh, uh, oh, uh, okay. Uh, and then uh, Rory puts out like a perfect whistle. One of those that just like echoes off a couple of rocks in there. Just like, uh, I won't do it for the mic, but uh, um, <laughs> But you can use your brain. It's one of those just like perfect dog whistles, you know. Doesn't even have to use his fingers. He just like his mouth makes the shape. <laughs> and like in an that. attempt to notify everyone like, hey, we're getting attention. Something's going on. Okay. How loud is that? I'm scared. <laughs> Decent. Decently loud. It's, it's, pr it's pretty loud, in, probably. In, in the cold air, it probably goes uh, a pretty good distance in this. But Rory just woke up. He's not. He's think. He was just told to gather the troops. You know, this isn't a, a stealth mission. Rory's never thinking stealth first. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you definitely alert everybody. You've got Ted, who's a little bit away, looking for like a good place to like set up. Uh, an ambush or whatever he's he's thinking um <laughs> takes his head out of like a low place in the wall that's kind of half broken and uh and <laughs> yurik um sees like finn runs right over like back a meerkat <laughs> and uh so yurik you're you're a little bit out too so you start coming back um Caver, you're already there you got shanker there uh, Rory, the kid. What's the kid doing right now? Uh, <laughs> Which is a common question. <laughs> you know how, like, when you just sat down and someone tells you get up. Uh, yeah. He's, uh. he's, you know, like tired. He's like, oh, my feet hurt. I don't want to do this anymore, kind of thing. And he's just like, he sits down. And he's just like, Ugh. he's making all sorts of dad noises for someone way too young. Yeah. He's just standing up again. He's just like, Ugh. making it an ordeal. <laughs> I feel attacked. By the way. <laughs> he's definitely mumbling my feet hurt my, I'm getting sunburned my feet Personally. are so red I'm so icky it's just the moonlight 
Cavera will uh, address the kid and be like, if you wish to make it to adulthood, child, you'll grab a torch and get moving. It's like, fine, okay, whatever, I guess. And I'll sort of like address everyone and be like, there's a darkness here that's unnatural. The shadow's approaching. You must have felt it, uh, Yurik. Finn must have felt it too. Usually animals are more keen in awareness of the shadow than we are. We must move. Yeah, exhaustion is the least of our worries. We need to... We need to go now. All right. All right. How do you want to, like, leave? How do you kind of take down camp? Uh, I say we just, like, grab the like, essentials. Everybody grab a torch. Yeah. Yeah, everybody grab a torch and the fire's going. So just light it with the fire and then just we'll just kick it out and then just gather our bags mm-hmm. and just, like, get moving. Yeah. Okay. I gotta say, I like Cat Vera's commitment to preventing a forest fire. We're urgent; it it's urgent, <laughs> yeah. but not so urgent that we're not going to kick out that that damn fire. <laughs> it's also so like they don't know where we're at, right? Yeah, I mean, we are carrying torches. You all have, mostly the you forest all, fire. Thing. You all have torches, though. <laughs> yeah, or he has two, just so you can see extra far. <laughs> He's he's Still landing airplanes torches. on the tarmac. <laughs> it's like waving it. You in. couldn't find any other. <laughs> you couldn't find any other weapons in Skyrim, so you just got two torches. Hey, listen. Sometimes you the get eagles. desperate. If it was good <laughs> enough eagles. for Aragorn on the on uh, the top of that old ruin, Weathertop, weather dang, you, then it's good enough for Rory. In fact, Rory wants two. Chris, does does Rory get any tips for that for that lore there? That was sick. That was. <sighs> that lore that hasn't happened yet. I'm inclined to call him Rory at this point. <sighs> you guys are thinking like too cleverly, damn it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you get torches, unfortunately for me. And I've played a lot of video games and read a lot of fantasy some, novels. Play some Bloodborne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and you form like kind of a group. How do, how do you, what's your marching order for no reason at all? The kid is sandwiched in between Cavera and your <laughs> Cavera's at the front with the thief in front of her. Okay. A spear still at his back. Um, so I guess we'll take the up the rear. It's behind Cavera and, and Yurik and Finn would then be right behind the, the kid. Kind of, I I would think sort of like right behind the kid, but flanking, right? So hmm. Yurik being on one side and and Yurik, or uh, sorry, Finn being on on the other. I like to imagine um, uh, Ted and Rory on like either side of the kid too, and they're just like hand in hand, like it's a family at Disneyland. <laughs> the three, the three <laughs> littlest people. Lions well, and tigers. So, so maybe in that case, and... then uh, Yurik and Finn are kind of bringing up the rear, and we're sort of flanking the kid. that's how it sounds yeah that might be good Mm. yeah yeah like that okay the kids just like put me in the middle i don't care where just (laughs) wait where where's where's ted on the other side of the kid ted is literally a a side airbag for the ted is uh (laughs) yeah ted's in the middle holding hands like it's like shanker cat vera 
Uh, the kid, like, Rory, and Ted are all in a line in the middle. Yeah, yeah, almost like yeah. a diamond shape, I guess. Yeah. And then Yurik okay. in the back, and then Finn and Yurik in the back. Horizontal line. All right, as you guys come out of uh, your area that you were camping in, that smirk on this... his face. Oh my god, he's about to break some hearts. I'm. <laughs> He's like, there will be a fight, goddammit, and I don't care what I need to do to do it. Um, <laughs> there uh, will be blood. I want blood like and I want it now. Coming from behind you. And there's just this shadow that is darker than the rest of like the night around you. You put out the fire, it gets a little like the 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 light goes out there. You've got torches. Mm-hmm. And you hear Finn yelp. No. As, oh no. Um, Don't you do it, Christopher. You 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 just Yurik, right next to you, like lightning speed. This like shadow like just moves around you, and it feels like wind coming down from the mountain and just biting. But you're right there and you have a torch. And I'm going to say we're in battle. Okay. Here we go. Uh. Um, you're not surprised at all. You know something is, is out there and hunting you. So um, I'm going to say you guys are going to get like the first round here. Um, Finn is um, gr- has been grabbed and is not like is still like barking and trying to like turn around and bite because it feels something on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you kind of turn Yurik and they're just it's almost like someone's just wearing thick midnight black cloaks like next to you that are kind of like wispy in the in the air um, and you only can see it because you can't see anything past it it's just like a blotch in your sight um, Yurik I'm going to say you're going to go first um now we have to get into some kind of positions. So um, there is the uh, like forward position. There's like a like open position, which is kind of like a, a middle ground, a defensive position, and then you know fallback position, which um, rear rear ward as it's called. But you're right there. You're right next to it, um, and you would need to kind of back up if you want to use any kind of bows or anything. But it's basically how aggressive do you want to be? <laughs> So if I'm hearing you, if I'm hearing you correctly, um, I hear Finn maybe like off to the side somewhere, um, and he's clearly fighting. Mm-hmm. How far? How far? Based on just sound, because I know it's dark. How far is he? I mean, is he a? Is You're he... like, I I would say he's like you know he got grabbed and maybe is like five feet behind you now. Like it's just okay. Like, well, it was if that's so the... sudden. If that's the case, then um, Yurik is gonna turn. Because I mean, that's that's my, I mean, it's my partner in crime, right? Mm-hmm. So that's my ride <laughs> or die. So so my, my instinct then is gonna be to take the the only thing I have in my hand because uh, time is not on my side. So I've got I've got the um, I've got the torch, um, and I'm gonna I'm just going to chuck the shit out of that thing towards the towards whatever has uh, Finn. Um, <laughs> And it's clutches. So I'm turning towards the sound. 
and I'm just I'm going to chuck the torch to try and make contact with the object that has that has my hound. Oh Man. God. Um. I mean, Roy. In my defense, Rory has. I think he said a baker's dozen. Rory. Rory has so many torches. I think I could probably <laughs> two. borrow two or three. He. So, he did say he had two out. So, to be fair. So I'm gonna. My. my I, if. If I lose this torch, I'm going to grab <laughs> one of Rory's. Yeah. Um. But. But yeah, I'm. I'm chucking this thing as hard as I can at whatever has my. Yeah. Hand. Go and, so much um, for forest fire safety. <laughs> let's. Let's go ahead and have you roll maybe athletics since it's not like. It's not like a weapon roll. Yeah, you're just right, chucking right. it. Right, okay. Yeah. Roll um, athletics. All right, give me one sec. Hey, you got There'd two. At least one pick I got, in I got, I got, oh, I go. got two in that, so let's... All right, one sec. It's, uh, uh, since the Olympics are going on, it's, you know, the athletics are the, ja- the javelin toss, right? So you know, we're, getting, we're getting some <laughs> ath- athlete skill in 16? Uh, 16? 16. So, um, let me see. Come on, merciful warmaster. <laughs> Not the dog. <laughs> I would say it's also in an aggressive position. Um, so you throw this torch and it just hits into the blackness and you see like a flame leap up and you hear like a screech come out of it and it lets go of Finn. Um, but it's it's kind of it kind of backed off for a second and is it like these kind of like tendrils of, of darkness kind of come off its side as it lets go of your hound and is standing in front of all of you. This commotion has made everyone turn around. Um, and before you what is what looks like a wraith of some kind. Oh, and no, shit. <laughs> I think the one with Shadow Lore definitely recognizes it as what is known as a night wraith. Oh, no. And, um, you know, just kind of born of sadness and, and terror and all this stuff. Um, so all of you are looking at this thing. It's kind of like a lep- this flame has leapt up in the middle of it. Um, and everyone, we're going to, here's our first 2E rule for shadow. Oh. Um, everyone's going to take three points of shadow oh what the fuck okay i mean like you're just gonna <laughs> but, do that drop but, that on us like that yeah yep, yep. but you get to roll um valor your valor roll whoa oh yeah i okay. do um to try and negate <laughs> it or maybe cancel it so here's how it works in um 2e shadow is just like you're giving it mm-hmm. and sucks to suck yeah no. you could try just, to yeah. fight it with uh, depending on what kind of like shadow it is you can try to fight it with valor or wisdom in this case valor because this is like a fear-based like dread thing yeah um, and specifically, like one of the examples is like, you see a wraith at three. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> I know exactly how many to give. Um, <laughs> so uh, three is what you get. If you pass like the target number, okay. yeah. you get minus one from that. If you And however many sixes you roll, you also um, you know, get negate one. that. So, And then, of course, if you roll a 12, we're going to be looking at some good stuff. So... Okay, so it's a D12 plus whatever our Valor Perfect. point score is. Yes. Got gotcha. you. Yep. Okay. Okay, so if it's a 2, it's 2 D6s. Right. Yep. Please don't be an 11. Okay. Don't cry. So it was close. So, it was sorry, close. sorry. 
to uh, just to confirm here because I want to roll properly. The uh, I've got one in valor. Does that mean I add one or I roll a d6? You roll a d6. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Rory got a no! seventeen. Uh oh. Uh-oh. 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 I, God damn it. God Han, damn it. Han, Han is holding her face. That can't be good. Do I even bother rolling the two sixes? <laughs> oh my god. Wait, what? No. <laughs> Wait, um, so what happened? Hey guys. What did you roll on your 12? Uh, bad news. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's... Um, I got an 11. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Did you say you rolled two sixes though? No. Uh, do I even bother rolling the two? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely yeah. Roll, roll the two. I got one six. <gasps> hey. All right. I got five and a six. So twenty-two yeah. total. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get to count the eleven. The eleven That's a pretty good recovery. Happen, honestly. You get eleven total. Oof. Um, I I got a ten. Did, I got a six on the twelve and a four on the six. Okay, I got gotcha. you. I'm a seventeen. Unfortunately, a six on the twelve is not helpful. <laughs> right. <laughs> what Ted get? Oh, eight. I thought you said eighteen. I, I got was an like, eight. Ooh. All right, we might be in eight tr- for we might Ted. Be uh, Rory, what did it you? Was, get? It was a seventeen, but no sixes. Okay. Ooh, Rory, with his two uh, okay. wielding his torches. I, I told you. Cavera, I'm going to set the scene for Cavera here. I'm going to use some distinctive features. Ooh. Some stuff. Okay. One of my distinctive features, as we've joked about plenty of times, is wrathful. Fair. <laughs> fair. So wrathfully hates this race. Well, and my other one is steadfast. Mm. So wrathful, meaning, I, obviously, I, I'm wrathful. It's <laughs> pretty uh, Steadfast is I'm firm in temperament and belief. So more of the, the belief thing, because Rathal kind of not firm in temperament. And usually base my actions solely on your own judgment. So, obviously as a warden, and also getting this quest from Bjorn himself to protect the people against literally this. And this is the first time I've really seen, like, a true manifestation of shadow. I mean, yeah, we yeah. fought spiders and we fought like a weird tree thing, but that could have just been, we were in Mirkwood. Crazy shit happens there yeah. all the time. I rolled a 22. Ooh. <laughs> okay. With two sixes. Oh my <laughs> God. I have a three in Valor. Wow. Because I used my level up to get Dude, three valor. Fire just spouts out of that's her crazy. eyes. I mean, that's useful for the shadow points now. If they're just being thrown at us. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes well, you'll if, have... it, if it's a wisdom roll, it won't be as good. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it will be wisdom. So get ready for that. Um, but I, I leveled up my valor specifically for like this reason, and because I wanted my dad's armor. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so this is your time to shine, Cat Vera. Um, yeah. This is exactly what you've trained for. <laughs> um, and you don't take any shadow points. You're almost excited oh. <laughs> to yeah. see it. Blood's up. Um, the blood's yeah, up. I'm just going to erase that right off my sheet. Rory, um, 
you take one off, so you get two Perfect. shadow points right, only. Right. Everybody else, <laughs> um, <Stop>. you get. <laughs> you the kid get, gets uh, another one. <laughs> you get uh, three. Um, yeah, I don't know what I want to do with like eyes there. Um, I'll have to figure that out. But for now, three points for you. Um, even with the sixes, unfortunately, you have to beat the number and then you can use your sixes. So, um, so yeah, just Rory minus one. I know. I, I, you know what? I didn't give enough shadow points out in Merkwood. Let's face it. That's, that's true. Wait, uh, question. Real quick question. Um, yeah. did we ever reset shadow points? Cause I've had yeah. one. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so they now, got reset. Where do they, where do they go? Where do they, where do they go on the, uh, on the character sheet? Am I, uh, the very bottom where it says hope, there's like a little bubble that's a shadow. Oh, I see it. Okay, cool. So we and your starting score. Yeah. So if your shadow points ever go what above your hope hope score, that's that's a problem. Yeah. There's now new rule, a little bit new rules around that as well. You can um, kind of steal yourself um, against the shadow and. Um, it, if you're realizing, oh my god, I'm going to overcome like my hope with my shadow points, you can claim, like if you fail or whatever, you can tell me, hey, I want to steal myself or whatever against the shadow. You take a shadow scar, so you have a permanent shadow point, but you go back down to however many scars you have. Oh, wow. You know, So you go back Whoa. down. You don't have to do a bout of madness or whatever, but you'll have that permanent like shadow. Um, you cool. can burn a fellowship phase only at the end of the year, like the long, long mm-hmm. winter fellowship phase, you can try to get those down, but that's the only time you can wow. do that. Yeah. So those are kind of need some real R and R to get out that that get it uh, <laughs> the yes. scar out of you. You need some. So that's like the modern day equivalent <laughs> of just looking at a, a scientifically verifiable yeah. fact and lots saying of fake news. Therapy is that, is that what that is, Chris? <laughs> just saying, no, I don't yeah. believe it. I don't, I don't, I don't believe mm-hmm. those those shadow points. Not real. <laughs> <laughs> no. How many shadow points is too many shadow points? One. Uh, however many hope you yeah, have. I'm going to blow the whistle left. on that one. That's however many shadow points you can get. We're fine. <laughs> We're sad. <laughs> okay. The We're innocence in. of youth. Um, <laughs> as you all turn, um, especially after you threw a torch at this thing, um, your like lights all come around like this wraith, um, and you take a little bit of shadow damage. Um, but it screeches. Not me. And um, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go ahead and have Cat Vera go next, since um, I I give the wraith shadow points. <laughs> <laughs> wraith's like, oh shit. Cat Vera, Cat Vera, Cat Vera is Denzel at the end of Training Day. Just, just. <laughs> King Kong ain't yeah. got nothing on me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Cat Vera, uh, go ahead, because you uh, kicked yeah. ass right there. So Cat so, Vera sees this wraith. Hmm. She has her torch in one hand, and I've all but forgotten about Shanker, whatever the fuck. <laughs> I, don't give, I don't care anymore. She sees this wraith, a little, a little smirk, just a little, just a little smirk, and she grips her spear tighter, and aggressively goes towards this thing. Raffily, one might say. <laughs> That's hilarious. And I, sh- I shout out, 
Uh, I shout out, be gone, child of Melkor! And I... I... lunge at this motherfucker. Isildur! Isildur! Isildur or Orlando, whoever! <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll. Roll my... my spear. Would you, would you say this thing is larger than a human? Uh... Probably no, it's, not, it's no. human size. Yeah. <laughs> Dab. <laughs> hey, you already are doing great. Come on. You're doing great. Okay. Uh, let's see. Six, twelve. Not the best. Not the worst. Surely. Um. You come in with your spear, and you try to like get a get a lance in, and it just doesn't even feel like anything's there. You know, you, you go through its middle somewhere and it's kind of like shape, like not shape shifting, but like shifting around and mm-hmm. going in and out of the darkness. It's already dark. It's really hard to see this thing. But your torch comes in. And as yep. you get close with your torch, it kind of shrieks back again as all of you like are behind Cat Vera and, and coming in. And as you kind of <laughs> come in and uh, stab. Yeah. It dodges only because it has now turned um and all of the amount of torches you i swear to god i wish you guys didn't have the torches uh (laughs) it just can't handle like being in the light Mm -hmm. so you've come near it it's kind of on fire (laughs) um and it 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 has let go of finn and has turned around and it just shrieks back like with the wind back into the ruins you just came out of yeah and i'll yell out like everybody raise your torches high like shine your light upon it. Yurik reaches over and uh, and grabs one of the extra torches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it takes one of. What the fuck does Dumbledore say? If one finds themselves in the dark, they must only turn on a light or some shit like that. I don't know. Did you put your name Potter in the sucks. goblet of fire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. You guys turn around, Roy and Ted, <laughs> and you just see. Up, up the path, <laughs> running. Uh, Shanker, <laughs> he's 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 like, he's tied up. Like he's got his hands tied behind his back yeah. and stuff, and his feet are kind of tied together, <laughs> so he can't like take a full step. He's going up the path like, <laughs> as he's trying to get away, but he's made it fifteen feet, maybe. <laughs> Rory throws like a yeah. rock and just like trips him and knocks him down or something. <laughs> <laughs> and you just hear as he like falls forward and gets a bloody nose with torches raised uh, high <laughs> you all turn back around warily keeping an eye out Yurik you get Finn close to you again and you turn up the mountain to continue to looking for a new spot and maybe this caravan and that's where we're going to end oh, oh, oh man oh.